Okay, but remember, I said Ooh. beat off that beat, beat, yeah. beat off that anxiety monster. Anybody. Where do I dump my used sauerkraut? Do they use one of those steins to pour their apple cider in? And Dawn. You could just say, can you believe we're standing in this line? These, These are just people, people on a radio show. The Rob. Anybody. Got this email, R-A-D, at radradio.com. It's from Jason. Hey, Jason. Goes back to last week. We had the Dr. Rob letter from Kristen, uh, who uh, does uh, cuts by Kristen in Reno. And she wrote in and says, I can't get any repeat customers. I know I know what I'm doing. People tell me that they like coming to my shop. It's clean. It looks good. It's got everything it needs. Why won't they come back? Is it because I'm transgender? And we went through all of the possibilities uh, and, and talked about location and marketing and all these things. And then you, Maggot, said, we want to go. We want to go. I we love want that go so much. Support her. And, <laughs> and one of the things that I was saying last week was, great, if nothing else, maybe the maggots can tell us what Kristen's doing wrong if it's not what we hope it isn't. We hope it's not, well, I'm, I'm going to let this dude, because that's what somebody that would uh, not go back and yes. cut my hair again. I mean, I sat through it because I didn't want to create a scene. Or, or is there something going on? Is it a location thing? Something I like just that. hope it's the... Uh... It takes a while to build up a clientele. Let's hope it's that because instant. I feel like she was. It's been a year, or she had a year left, right? That she was willing to keep going. Yeah, it's been three with years. Money wise, okay. Since right, she's I mean, out of school, but I don't know still, when she started the shop. Yeah, so, yep, it takes time. First report back. Jason says I heard your Dr. Rob last week from Kristen, and it just so happened that my wife's hairstylist had recently gone MIA. Oh, I, that's nice. I, uh, Lord. Well, you know, life happens. Maybe her mother died. Oh. Maybe she got uh, diagnosed with stage four cancer. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, life, uh, you but know. sometimes they do just flake out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you never hear from no, them I, again. I know, I know. But I, yeah. I just, especially now in my life, I'm really, really trying to not assume I know things about people. And I try not to go to the worst place but possible. yours is too depressing. But it might be real. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes they just get up and leave and go tour the United States of America and go cut hair around there and then leave you hanging for a year yeah. and a half. Yes. Sometimes they do. For example. But since, yeah. since we don't know. Yes, that was very specific. Oh I know. God, uh, not, uh, so uh, I told my wife, uh, she sent Kristen a message on Wednesday afternoon, because uh, it's Cuts by Kristen, uh, and in Easter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Not more than 30 seconds after she sent the message, Kristen responded and made her a special appointment on Saturday morning. <gasps> Yay! Long story shorter, my wife loved the haircut and said she truly appreciated how easy it was to communicate with Kristen and help her understand the look she was trying to achieve. Hopefully more people will give her an opportunity. She has earned our business for oh, sure. Yay! All right, right one, on. we're one for one so far. We <laughs> want to hear from uh, more maggots. We certainly met a lot of you on Saturday at Brina Palooza uh, at the uh, South 40 in Reno. We've got uh, more than 100 email responses. We're going to kind of weave Jeez. them in and out of the show for the next uh, few days uh, rather than just overly flood you with Brina Palooza reactions. It was a smash success. There, were a lo- there was a long line. It was our <laughs> biggest event ever uh, in terms of turnout, and we thank you all so much. Yeah. Uh, and Andrea was not one of them. Oh. She says, I was there. Oh, uh-huh. yay. In the parking lot, crotch goblins in the back seat, tired, grumpy because their babysitter canceled. Oh, boo. I even say, yeah, now that, screw you. I'm not going to make up a story for you, babysitter. I don't care if your mom got thrown in the hospital after a, a near death a traffic accident. What are you going to do? Let the doctors do their job and babysit for Andrea, bitch. Oh, man. I even said, screw it. I'm willing to wrangle my kids and their attitudes. Oh, boy. Just to meet my rad crew. I had you gifts that I made myself. Oh, why? Thank you. And then it was meltdown hour for my two-year-old. Oh. Right there in the parking lot. No nap, which I'm sure parents will understand. The body sniffness, crying, like someone Uh. kicked her puppy type of meltdown. (laughs) Oh, no. Poor baby. So we left. I wasn't trying to be remembered as the maggot that had the screaming toddler, so I'll be shipping your gifts to you. 
I love you guys so much, and I'm so upset that I missed you. Oh. I hope everyone had a great time. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. A very, very small number of people had too good of a time. Oh, boy. Uh, in fact, uh, the first video of Brian Apalooza is on the membership site this morning at members.radradio.com. You'll see a little glimpse of the woman that wanted to be memorable, and she was. Oh, uh, my but, shoulder remembers her. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Quite well. As, Your poor shoulder. As does her <laughs> no, husband, no, no. Her, who had to pull her away, uh, as you'll see in, in the video. Now, that video will be posted for everyone tomorrow, by the way. I mean, she was funny. My favorite, though, is the girl who forgot her name yes her own name <laughs> um hope everyone had a good time you guys had a good amount of maggots waiting oh, outside man. to meet you and i envied every one of them thank you for taking time out of your weekend keep in mind if you've never been to south 40 which a lot hadn't even that we met there that day that line going outside was after the first 400 500 or whatever people that we had allowed indoors to get them out of their weather and that still wasn't enough uh, to get everybody uh, inside. I mean, gosh, thank you. It, it was yeah. an uh, epic event. We do. Yes, thank you all. That place is amazing. I mean, it is huge. I mean, it is just somewhere where you could sit, I feel like, all day. You but, could start out. I don't know if A they lot of maggots bre- did. Yeah, and I don't know if they serve breakfast, but it's literally one of those places you could stay, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. There's so much going By the way, on. That place that Don's <laughs> referring to, once again, is called South 40 in I Reno. Mean, yeah. So did they make the pizza and the turkey sandwiches? Yep. Because both were absolutely amazing. That pizza was on point. I did not realize how good it was going to be. They got the a, cheese was uh, perfect. Full kitchen, right, Brando? They do. They yeah. do everything. I know they Fantastic made all restaurant. everything they make. I oh, love pizza. Every time I looked over, he was eating something. Yes. It was incredible. As, yeah. as also documented in the video that you'll see. And and that was the great thing was there was so many maggots who said who from Reno said, we've never been here, and I'm going to come back a lot yes. more. I'm glad to know that the turkey sandwiches were good because mine never made it to my table. It just stayed over on Kyle's table. Uh, oh, sorry. I probably snacked on it a little bit, too. I'm glad you liked it. That yeah, was delicious. And uh, a lot of parents were so thrilled that oh there was that arcade and entertainment center to keep the kids yeah. happy because the average wait time, which Dawn still can't believe, was two hours. That, that is incredible. I mean, honestly. One mom said that they had spent uh, $300 in their arcade to keep the kids happy. Whoa. Uh, so during the so. Uh, and very smart that they had, like, drink stations set up at different points of the line. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> they did. But uh, as I commented, I don't remember to who, some meaning of the four of us because we were at our station. It, was, it became very apparent around 1 p.m. It started at 10 a.m. The people we were meeting in line were, were much more um, uh, excited, excited, um, uh, uh, inebriated. It was a party. Woo, it, it was. It was. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just yeah. you could tell. And, yeah. you, and in some cases, you could smell. Uh, but yes, it was a great time. Uh, and we thank you all. And if you find yourself right now or today, later or tomorrow, because plans change, uh, be, being told, oh, sorry, you're going to have to host your own Thanksgiving, or you have to host our Thanksgiving, or you're, we, we've, had a, we've had a tragedy. We can't host Aww. Thanksgiving. You're on, no problem. There is still Last Minute Brian. Uh, we do still have vendors that are, that, that are carrying it. Uh, they are posted uh, online at radradio.com in the Stupid Store. Superstore! We do know a few of them have sold out, and those, those, those are listed, but that doesn't mean that's everybody that's, that's sold out. For all we know, some people sold out last night. Because they're getting, they're all up. And, 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 and because of that, if you're literally leaving the house to go to a place to get Brian, you may want to call them once they open. Make sure they're open, what their hours are. Not everybody's open on a Monday, for example. Uh, and ask that they do have the Brian available. And a big shout-out to NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland. Our buddies woo, are woo. collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. If you bring in at least $20 worth of new and unwrapped toys for donation with a receipt of the purchase, NorCal Gun Vault will just give you 
a, bra- a bag of the 2023 proprietary blend awesome. of the Rad Turkey. Brian, they are in uh, Rockland on Stanford Ranch Road across from Costco. Uh, one of a dozen vendors in Northern California, Northern Nevada, who are partnered with us with uh, for the Turkey. Brian, again, the full list is at radreader.com in the stupid store. <sighs> Superstore. Uh, I uh, did some last-minute Googling because sometimes we have it at Williams Manor. We have, and my wife has started to, to record it so that we can feature it on the canine cam because the canine cam is uh, lawless. There are no rules. You don't have to be a dog <laughs> anymore to be featured on the canine cam on Rad TV. We have a bird that visits us. She thinks, and I have not seen it yet because I'm not there during the week, and, I didn't, and we weren't home over the weekend, and so yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. It's, it just started like a week ago. It visits around 7 a.m.-ish outside of our bedroom window, and it, like, pecks at our window or tries to get in. It's like, hi. And then it goes away. Then it comes back. Good morning. She thinks it's a hummingbird. Oh. It's a big hummingbird from what the video is. And we have had, I mean, we, we've seen big hummingbirds. Maybe it's a pregnant hummingbird. Could be. It's winter. They get pregnant in the winter? Oh, yeah, because then they have babies in the spring. Oh. Honestly, I don't know. Does it work that way with oh. birds? Well, well I, I don't know. I but don't I know about chickens. I do know that there are animals that, yes, <laughs> get pregnant in winter and or even give birth in the winter, believe it or not. What? Yeah, yeah yes, yes. <laughs> It's uh, it's nature's a crazy little thing. So she she started after a few days. She's like, this is weird. And then and she's not one like me. Uh, uh, we are not uh, prone to the mumbo and the jumbo. But every now and then you go, does this mean anything? What's going on here? And so she started to go down the rabbit hole of of, of is it good luck and and those or kind of things. Loved one visiting y'all. Right, all those things. Aww. So once we figure this all out, I'll report back. But this came up this morning because Kyle was first to arrive this morning. <laughs> And when he pulled up, everything looked fine outside of our private studios. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, Brandon arrived shortly thereafter, and I don't know if he either would. Would you have? Would you have noticed this if it was there when you got here? Uh, not likely. Okay. Because I don't necessarily look in that direction as I'm walking in, um, and it was kind of tucked in a way that okay. um, was right. out of my sight. So, and I got here. I got here uh, probably about an hour after Kyle did. I can't say for sure whether it was or wasn't there, but I'm usually pretty observant. It's our building we're gonna what is it uh, two more days in two days it's our 13th anniversary Jeez. of uh, broadcasting from our own private studio so i i still i still look around i make sure oh. especially after a weekend um and i didn't notice anything but then i guess uh, brandon well, you, did you discover it brandon i did and, and what well, we, uh, i don't know because uh kyle did you discover yeah it first? I, I walked outside and it scared the living hell out of me and then brandon followed and what the hell is it okay uh, and, and, and Brandon, did you go out to to only to photograph it, or also to to, to clean it up, or is it still there? It's Whoa. it's still there, which is uh, fine. I'm not, suggest- I'm not suggesting so, that's our job because there's what? disease. And yeah, things. we don't want to touch what it. Is it I, that and, I didn't see? No, I'm not, and I'm not kidding at all. As as the boss and stuff, I'm not telling you to touch it. Okay, cool. because I'm I'm hoping nature will take care of it some somehow, or 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 a good Samaritan that isn't worried about getting bird flu or something. <laughs> So uh, uh, Brandon sent out a, a group photo and uh, with a, a funny punchline. Uh, Breakfast <laughs> is on me. And I look at it. It's this dead bird. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to look closer. I, I, I immediately went over to Brandon and got the story. And then when I looked, at, not as dead, this thing, is, was it was eaten. It was somebody else's breakfast. Oh, uh, okay. That's beautiful yeah. for nature. We assume, given the <laughs> area right. where we are, without giving away anything, a coyote or, sure. or, or uh, Kyle said maybe in a raccoon. Something that could climb oh. a tree, maybe. Okay. Oh. Um. And uh, it it 
it dumped the carcass right right in front of Kyle's car? Yeah, right in front of my car. <laughs> like, there's, there's the bird nest above, like, the tree where I usually oh, park. God. And sometimes there's, like, bird poo that goes on there. So I'm guessing maybe the bird was in the tree and oh. maybe a coyote or a raccoon or something jumped up and got it. I wow. have no idea. So uh, only because of what's going on at Williams Manor with the hummingbird, the thought occurred to me, does this mean anything? And so I started to go down the, the, the rabbit hole about the meaning, the symbolism of dead birds and such. Was the head missing? No. Okay. Its stomach was completely eaten out, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh. Its chest is exposed. Yeah, it's, it's waiting oh, okay. for uh, for Luke Skywalker to crawl inside and stay warm. Skunk, maybe. Uh, dead bird omens have different meanings across cultures. Well, this isn't very helpful. Uh, they, have, uh, they have messages, change, impending events. When it comes to the symbolism of dead birds, there are both positive and negative interpretations. Thanks. This is like when you Google, why is my dog panting so much? It can be anxiety. It can be excitement. It can be blah. It's like, okay. It's just a dog. So there's absolutely no answer. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, given the fact that it's a pigeon, we think. I, I think it's a pigeon. Hmm. And it, it, it fed another yeah. animal. It's got to be good luck because the rat of the birds and it's feeding something else. Okay. Well, we'll get into the specifics of the different types of birds in a moment. Because when it comes to the uh, positive and negative interpretations, on one hand, the death of a bird can represent grief, hopelessness, and failure. Aww. It may signify the end of something significant in our lives. Oh, wow. And I don't know if any of us are the ones that the message is meant for. It was dropped in front of Kyle's car. Kyle was the first to see it, so it, it, seems, like, it seems like it's more for Kyle. For Kyle. Yikes. Brandon went out and saw I still haven't seen it other than the picture. Dawn doesn't know anything. I, I now. had no idea. But it's in front of our building. Mm. Mm. I'm glad I'm so observant. Anyone can mug me. On the other hand, including <laughs> I, a bird. I thought I looked around plenty. Guess not. <laughs> On the other hand, the death of a bird can also symbolize change and transformation. It serves as a reminder that in order to experience renewal and growth, we must let go of the past. Oh, let's go with that one. Those okay. are good. I Those like are good. That. Those could yeah. apply to Kyle. Those could apply to us as a show with a variety of exciting things going on. In Native American culture, a dead bird can be seen as a sign of renewal and rebirth. It represents the shedding of old habits and attitudes in order to embrace positive change. In ancient Greece, the death of a bird is used as a symbol of rebirth and regeneration. These are good. These are good. In Christianity, a dead bird is seen as a negative omen and a warning of impending disaster. <laughs> Super. In Chinese and Japanese cultures, dead birds are considered to be a sign of ill fortune and hopelessness oh. in the future. Good grief. In many cultures, the, now. I'm going with the Native Americans and the yeah. Greeks, I, uh, even I, though I'm Christian. Sorry. Uh, I didn't like that one. I kept going. I said, okay, well... <laughs> Does it matter by bird? And they started to have all these different lists. Now, Kyle says he thinks it's a pigeon. I asked Brandon, without asking Kyle, do we know what kind of bird it is? And Brandon, you said authoritatively, it's a dove. Mm, no, no, oh. I was wrong. It's a pigeon. Oh, son of a bitch. It bleep. is a pigeon. Oh, God damn it. Uh-oh. Yeah, because oh. the dove has, like, that little thingy hanging off of its head. That, like, well, that's a quail. That, Oh. The doves are See? right. Yes. I'm an idiot. The doves got I no idea. Skinny anything black about... beaks. They got tiny little beady little eyes, and they look peaceful and calm. They're a little like a grayish vanilla color. All right, so yeah, we're yeah, we're, yeah, we're settling yeah, on yes. pigeon. Yeah, yeah, because okay. what what Kyle just described, we had one in one of our trees that uh, we needed to take down, but we refused until it had done its thing and moved on. We mm. were not going to disturb that little dove. Okay, because uh, I haven't read the pigeon yet because I, I I was going off a dove. And in many cultures, the death of a dove is seen as a sign that the person's soul has left their body. And people believe that seeing a dead dove means someone close to them has died. Oh. I was like, oh, well, wonderful if we're going to go down this. Uh, yeah. oh. uh, so let's uh, scratch that and see what it says about a pigeon. Dead pigeon symbolism. Pigeons 
are often associated with trust and communication. Aww. The death of a pigeon can indicate a betrayal of trust Whoa. or the potential for someone to betray your trust. Dun, dun, dun. It may also serve as a reminder to find a better balance between work and pleasure as pigeons symbolize pleasure Passion and merriment. Hmm. So, Ooh, it's like a words, soap opera reading. We don't know anything. <laughs> Great. That was super helpful. Uh, or it's just a bird that was meant to die and it, it was eaten and it right. fell right there. Yeah, it, That's it. Yeah, it was right. just nature doing its thing. Right. Maybe maybe the, the <laughs> raccoon, skunk, coyote had no idea what it was doing, and maybe this is all just what we call a coincidence. It's just hungry, yeah. Uh, quick updates. Uh, we're going to be filled with uh, a turkey mail, the holiday pile, yes! Brian Palooza today. Ah, Christmas That's- music is on the radio. Well, with Christmas, my, my yeah. playlist, right? Yeah, Christmas yeah, music yeah. been on the radio since November first, uh, <laughs> and you can also access it on Spotify any time of the year. But I, I'm saying I didn't turn it on uh, until now. Uh, right. For some reason, Dawn yeah. needs you to know what she's doing. We <laughs> will start with the holiday uh, music bumpers a week from today after the Thanksgiving oh, break. But there are still some other things going on, and it is my job, as was made clear to me at Brian Blues on Saturday, to keep you informed of various things. So a quick update on. SpaceX, owned by Elon Musk, has a $3 billion contract with NASA to get astronauts to the moon as early as 2025 and eventually launch a mission to Mars. They have what's called their Starship rocket, the largest and most powerful craft on Earth that uh, we told you about in April, made its first attempt, no crew, to get into to space. Now, remember, it's a, it's a two-part rocket. The, the, the geek speak in trying to explain this is nauseating, and I'm trying to really dumb this down. And Brandon, I might need your help with this. My understanding of this is there's the Starship, which is the second part of a two-stage vehicle. The Starship is where the cargo and eventually the crew will be. It's stacked onto what's called a super heavy. The super heavy is the thing that propels it up, that, that has enough power because of all the gravity that the Earth has. It's it's the it's the super giant. It's the rocket. Super giant rocket, right? It's yeah. yeah. Okay, so it gets the spacecraft out of the Earth's cap, uh, gravity, and now the 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 spaceship like disconnects, right? Jettisons. Jettisons. The the super heavy is designed to fall back to Earth, and 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 eventually be retrieved and used again well they're reusable they they are basically flown back to earth and they land on their own well uh, like they, they, they use like a drone type technology or it's actually just falling back to earth using the gravity and then it lands safely so that it can be reused what why what's its purpose the, it's it's to launch people into space or that. things no, I know, but that, that's still, what the like, spacex that, technology is all about why that, can't it just go up and then it comes and then because the whole too, thing comes back down because it's too heavy you can't get because the the, whole, the space the starship wants to get to the moon or to Mars, uh-huh. so it's going to go, and it can it will go a lot easier without all the weight of the super heavy launcher. It just can't go from the ground straight up, and that's that. Right? Have, 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 these, have these things always connected? Disconnected? No, this something? is brand so, new technology brand new. for the most part. Well, so, it doesn't sound brand new. The other ones didn't have to do this. When we went to when we went this to the moon. Better. I'm sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. When we went to the moon, they used these those giant rockets, basically like a super heavy, but they couldn't reuse those. So they, they'd spend millions and millions ah. and millions of dollars on these rockets okay. to get the space the uh, astronauts up into space so that they can go to the moon. But that giant rocket 
would be wasted. There, there's no more rocket. They had to build another one, spending millions and millions and okay. millions of dollars. So these super heavy rockets from SpaceX are reusable. That, okay. So it lands back down, then they refuel it, and they can use it again. Well, that is advanced. Meanwhile, yeah. the the <laughs> the Starship holding all the cargo and eventually the crew continues towards the moon and eventually towards Mars, and and, and flies through space. So that that's the idea behind it. But so back in April, when they when they tried this, they they got the 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 launch off and it 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 worked and then it exploded after 12 minutes in flight that was in april and so we tried it again over the weekend it was friday actually they tried it the second launch of the starship lifted off at 804 a.m from spacex's private starbase site in boca chica texas the booster and the spacecraft successfully separated. So here comes the, the rocket back to Earth so that we can retrieve it and use it again. Meanwhile, the Starship with the cargo is on its way. And it and so it, it, it got to what it did in April. Okay, it, it passed that test. And then shortly after separation, SpaceX, the ground crew, lost communications with the rocket ship. Oh, no. After nine minutes. And then SpaceX said at about 11 and a half minutes into the flight, it had also lost all data on the Starship and that the rocket was not on the flight path expected and it was forced to destroy the Starship so it didn't veer off course. Because the Starship, and yeah, that's where the cargo and the crew is, that's reusable too. So in an ideal world, it gets to the moon or Mars. And then because of the lack of gravity on those planets, it doesn't need the rocket, the super heavy, to take off and come back to Earth. And then it kind of lands in the ocean on a glide. It like hang glides into the and then we go get the starship and we can use yeah. that again. Unfortunately, they had to blow this one up because what? it veered Damn. off course. There I'm was just... no way to control it. We had oh lost God. all communication uh, and it could have crashed back to Earth and been a catastrophe. Oh, so it, so if it went off course, it wasn't going into space. We have no idea which way it was going. It could have crashed right. back to Oh, okay. They lost all communication. Yeah. So they lost communication, then they lost all data. They they couldn't even they didn't even know where it was. Oh. My God, Fortunately, all that work. they still have a button to go boop and blow oh, it up. Like, how cool. long did that take to even put together? Uh, April Jesus. to November, six no, months. No, I mean to build this thing. Oh, years, years. Right, and then it's donezo, not even usable. And hundreds of millions of dollars. God, oh my and, Lord. And just to give you an idea of what it's like to be the richest man in the world, Jesus. partnered with the U.S. government, they're thrilled with this result. <laughs> How awesome is this to show up Friday going, yeah, we're going to blow up a couple hundred million dollars. Hopefully it's just going to take a little longer than the first time and we'll have a success story on our hands. If you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. Uh, SpaceX deemed the launch a success because the Starship wasn't meant to achieve orbit this time. It was hopefully going to splash down controlled into the Pacific Ocean. Wow. The SpaceX operations engineer, whose name I will not attempt to pronounce, says, quote, we are not targeting orbit. We were targeting almost orbit. All right. So they got almost orbit. That was their goal. And that was their goal. And they were building it. And goal was achieved. Can you imagine, right? Hey, Bob, you're hammering. Ding, 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 you're hammering or whatever they're doing. Can you believe we're building something? They're just going to blow up in 15 minutes? Hey, give me a wrench. Did anybody get to see the explosion? <laughs> Did they even get? No. I, well, yes. Um, uh, uh, Martians. Aw, we didn't. We didn't even know where it was. That's like a million, millions of dollars worth of fireworks, basically. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, hundreds. In, of in the fish got to see it. Uh, a couple other things I got to tell you about. But at six thirty and nine thirty, we always stop everything and play Win Rob's Change, and we start with Chris, the Princess Breadsheeter in the gay area. Gay area. We gave away uh, uh, just over one hundred thirty dollars last week to uh, Justin on Friday at nine thirty. So we're starting over with a new bucket. 
Picture. There's a picture. From it me. is posted. All right. We have a, a brand new amount in the bucket. Same bucket, different amount. Picture is posted at radradio.com and on social media. And Chris says, congratulations to Justin for picking the correct number at 930 Friday and taking home almost $133 of Rob's change. With his win, the men have extended their lead in total winnings uh, in the game. Whatever. No and one's keeping track. What Chris is. <laughs> No. And have won 11 of the last 16 rounds of the oh, game. Oh, good. Well, they don't work anyways. We are trailing the women by six in the number of wins, but have won a vast amount more money. Great work, guys. Keep it up. Yeah, great work. As we head into a fresh round, my spreadsheet has been reset to 200,000 possibilities, which is, as always, a point zero 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 five percent chance of winning with the initial guess. For comparison, winning the game at 6.30 this morning is 153 times more likely than dying from your pajamas catching on fire. Oh, that's a real thing. Jesus. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Very first guess. All you have to go on is the picture. Take a look at it. Compare it to other pictures. Give us an educated guess, and we'll go from there. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.